I just want to begin by uh, adding my words of welcome to those of Aaron's, and thank you all for joining us at this, on this occasion. I want to especially uh, recognize and thank Father Bartholomew, Bartholomew Della Torre, who's with us tonight. <clears throat> He's a beloved uh, former chaplain of the college, as, as all of you know. And he's come all the way from Mexicali, Mexico, where he serves the Santa Maria de Guadalupe Parish community. So, Father, God bless you, and thank you for joining us. And I want to uh, give a shout-out to Aaron Dunkel, too, for his work in organizing uh, these events this weekend. Aaron, thank you. And all those who helped him put it together, the students, the uh, kitchen staff, and everyone else who's made this event as successful as it is. So as Aaron mentioned, um, we have six reunion classes with us this year. And I think that's a sign of how well uh, Aaron has done organizing this weekend's event to get all of these reunion classes to come. I think is wonderful. It's great seeing everybody who's joined us. And um, I have a few um, thoughts I want to share about each class. Uh, I can't remember any of the bad stuff. This is all good, okay? So, as he said, we have with us the class of 2014, celebrating their fifth reunion 2014 was the year we lost uh, Ron MacArthur. May he rest in peace. But it was also the year we won our first legal victory in our fight over the HHS contraceptive mandate. Your class speaker was Felicity Seeley. And at your commencement, she said, quote, it takes true love of neighbor, true love of truth to bring a stranger into our world, to show him the truth, to help him desire that goodness and order as we do. God will give us courage and aid, unquote. So God bless you, Felicity and class of 2014. The class of 2009, celebrating their 10th reunion. Yours was the year we finished constructing Our Lady of the Most Holy Trinity Chapel, but also the year that we tragically lost our friend and leader, Tom Dillon. May Tom rest in peace. Your class speaker was Simon Noster. And at your commencement, he said, among other things, let us embrace the task ahead of us and serve our fellow man with all the gifts that have been given to us." Unquote. God bless you, Simon, and God bless you, class of 2009. The class of 2004, celebrating their 15th reunion. Yours was the year we built our last residence hall, St. Monica's, and the year we finalized our plans for Our Lady of the Most Holy Trinity Chapel. Your class speaker was Brendan Wickey. 
And at your commencement, he said, quote, we are called to a supernatural courage, to attain the courage which is Christ's, to become true warriors as Christ was, not pagan warriors, for we are Christ's soldiers, unquote. God bless you, Brendan, and God bless you, class of 2004. The class of 1999, celebrating their 20th reunion. It was on the occasion of your graduation that Pope John Paul II said, I know Thomas Aquinas College. He told your commencement speaker, Jan Cardinal Schotte, you have to bring the graduates rosaries for me. And so he did, rosaries direct from John Paul II. Your class speaker was John Finley, who told you, quote, this day marks as much a beginning as it does an end. And what we have learned in the past is but a preparation and foundation for what is to come, unquote. God bless you, John. God bless you, class of 1999. The class of 1994 celebrating their 25th reunion. The year construction was started on St. Bernardine Library. There. And we received the 17th century carved Spanish ceiling, still packed in the original crates bearing the initials of William Randolph Hearst, a treasured gift from Mr. and Mrs. William P. Clark. Your class speaker was Alan Walsh, now Father Sebastian Walsh, who told you, quote, here at Thomas Aquinas College, we seek the common good with the help and perfection of the sacraments. Here, too, we are truly free, for our freedom consists not in doing what we want to do, but in wanting to do as we ought, unquote. God bless you, Father Sebastian, and class of 1994. And as Aaron mentioned, the class of 1979, celebrating their 40th reunion. As they recall, that was the year of heavy rains, mud, cardboard walkways, and the hot dog and cotton candy cart masquerading as a kitchen. Your class speaker, Sean Collins, related to you, quote, the time spent at the college has enabled us to obtain some faint glip, glimpse of that toward which all men strive and that without which all is in vain. Here we have received the assurance that reason lies behind all that exists and the hope and strength that follows upon that assurance. And so now we shall take our places in the world and strive with all of our efforts to carry out the will of God." Unquote. God bless you, Sean, and God bless you, class of 1979. Now, it just so happens that in, in the fall of 1978, uh, Richard Ferrier and I uh, joined the faculty of Thomas Aquinas College, uh, both of us fresh out of graduate school. And uh, I have a couple of reminiscences of that um, occasion. Uh, those of you who were here then remember that we taught our first classes down in the Hacienda. And I have a vivid recollection of Ferrier teaching a junior math class using a, ch a child's slate blackboard that he bought at Kmart <laughs> with the alphabet letters around the, around the perimeter. <laughs> And there's Ferrier sitting in the living room of the Hacienda showing Cartesian equations on this blackboard. 
Richard is such a great teacher that he had everybody just enraptured by his class and by that little slate blackboard. But that gives you a kind of sense of the, of the uh, facilities here and the kinds of equipment we had when we first started. Um, I happened to uh, interview at the uh, old campus in Calabasas as part of the uh, vetting process for becoming a tutor. And uh, I took the opportunity to bring my parents up to this location. They were living in Garden Grove at the time in Orange County. And at the time I brought them here, there was nothing. This was just an empty field. There might have been 10 or 12 head of cattle wandering around. And I told my mother, this is where I hope to teach. <laughs> and she said, I've always known it was a mistake to major in philosophy. What, why did you waste your time doing that? But I said, Dr. MacArthur promised me that this campus will be built out, completely built out in five years. Well, here we are uh, almost 50 years later, and it is almost built out at this point. It's indeed been a great blessing for me to be on this faculty and to see the college grow and to have gotten to know so many of you over the years. Now, recalling some of the words that were spoken at these graduations that I cited a few minutes ago, confirms my own impressions gathered from my experiences as president of the college over the last nine or so years in trips I've made around the country and times I've spent with many of you. And I can say that all of you, I can say of all of you, that your education at the college has borne fruit in your family lives, in your professional and personal lives, and in your spiritual lives lives of commitment and service to the common good, to the church, and to your alma mater. And we who are blessed to work at the college are proud of every one of you for the witness you bear to Christ in the world and for the witness you bear to Thomas Aquinas College. So thank you all for that. Thank you all for everything you do. One, one sign of your commitment to the college is this. Total alumni giving is projected to reach more than $260,000 in the just completed fiscal year. So that is great generosity, and we are so grateful for your support and for your commitment to the school. Now, a significant portion of that amount came on one day, the Alumni Day of Giving, by day's end on March 7th of this year, alumni gifts totaled $57,233. That's in one day. More than double last year's contribution. Combined with the two matching gifts, the total amounted to $93,243. A 38% increase from 2018 and enough to cover the financial aid need of some seven current students for a year. Close to 500 of our alumni responded generously and sacrificially with an average gift of nearly $200, all in one day. So we are very grateful for that, for that show of generosity and show of support. Alumni commitment to the college is measured not only by giving. Many of you are serving the college through our Board of Regents chapters, 
in places like Washington, D.C., where the D.C. regents have organized several magnificent events for the college over the past four or five years, events which have been well attended, anywhere from 100 to 300 people, at places like the Apostolic Nunciature, with speakers like Cardinal Burke. So we are grateful to the D.C. regents for their commitment. The New York regents just organized a reception in Bronxville in Upper Manhattan. About 100 people came to that event, and it was a great opportunity for us to promote the New England campus and introduce the college to more people. Chicago border regents recently sponsored a boat cruise and dinner on the Chicago River. We had 100 people at that event, and they've shown great commitment to the school as well. Southern California regents, we've had three or four wine tastings here on campus, which have proven to be great occasions for introducing the college to new friends. And we have a chapter of regents consisting mostly of alumni in the Bay Area and Sacramento, and they've done three or four seminar seminars over the last several years. So that kind of commitment of time to the college is very, very helpful to us and really does inspire us to continue our work to advance the school. Career counseling, another way in which alumni have been very helpful to us. In recent years, through the good efforts of Mark Kretschmer and Scott Benegar, we have increased our efforts to assist our students with the transition from college life to post-college life. And many of you have assisted with this effort by participating in career workshops and helping our students with networking. So we are very, very grateful for that. Now, thinking back over these years of the college's history is a reminder that the college here in California is nearing its 50th anniversary, a milestone in the history of any organization. Nearly 50 years of commitment to and implementation of our mission of Catholic liberal education as articulated in the Blue Book a well-conceived and coherent Catholic curriculum utilizing the greatest books of our civilization, books which challenge our intellects and move our hearts, and a pedagogy, as you know, of discussion which actively engages students in their education and really does improve their analytical skills, their reading skills, and their ability to carry on serious conversations in a cooperative and charitable way. Nearly 50 years of generosity from many benefactors resulting in the campus you see around you and in its near completion. The master plan will culminate in the building of our athletic center. The construction will start this fall. It's fully funded. And unfortunately, none of you will benefit from this. But, <laughs> but there will be a gym. There will be a swimming pool. There will be a climbing wall. There'll be new tennis courts, new basketball courts. So hopefully uh, some of your children will enjoy those facilities. And finally, and I think most importantly, 50 years or nearly 50 years of sending out well-educated alumni to raise wonderful families and serve your communities, country, and your church. Now we're at this point, encouraged by nearly 50 years of success in California, 
We now look east to establish a second campus of Thomas Aquinas College committed to the same mission as our California campus. We are grateful to the National Christian Foundation and to other donors whose generosity has made this project possible and who will ensure its success as we go forward. In addition to being grateful to our donors, we are grateful to the faculty team who are, as we speak, heading to New England, led by alums Tom and Paula Kaiser. and including other alumni, among them Mike Agros, Joe and Alain Frola, Paul and Mary Shields, and including some excellent non-alum tutors, Patrick Gardner, Margaret Hughes, Stephen Chavone, who happens to be married to alumna Marianne Hastings. An excellent team of faculty who will get that campus started in the right way and ensure that the students in New England receive the same education the students here in California are receiving. And finally, we are grateful to our 60 or so sophomores and freshman students who will matriculate in New England on August 24th. That's the date of our opening ceremony. An energetic crew of students is preparing the campus for that day, and we are pleased, very pleased, with the condition and character of the buildings and the stunning beauty of our New England location. If you have not had an opportunity to see that campus, I would encourage you, if, you, if you're ever in that area, stop by and enjoy the beauty of the campus, at least in either the spring, summer, or fall, I've been going back and forth there now about five years, and I've managed to avoid the winter so far. But um, So, to conclude, with the advent of our New England campus, we look forward over time to renewing the face of the earth by educating a much larger number of alumni just like yourselves, men and women well-formed in the best of the Catholic intellectual tradition, and strong in faith, hope, and charity. Now, Thomas Aquinas College has much to be grateful for. We should all offer prayers of thanksgiving to God for his generosity and beneficence, and I ask your prayers that the college will thrive over the next 50 years as it has thrived over the nearly 50 years since its founding. Thank you, and God bless you all.